Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hi guys. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. And actually this is going to be our first episode of the new year for the public. Oh my God. Oh, for yeah. the public. Hello guys. Yeah. How Welcome to the new year. Mm-hmm. Can we believe it? It's now 2021. <laughs> yeah. Have we been waiting for this moment? <laughs> we have been, we have been, I think a lot of us have been waiting, hoping and praying. For um, the end of 2020. This is so true. You know, it's been a, it's been a crazy been a year. We, we made it though. <laughs> we, we made it to 2020. Now I'm afraid of what's going to happen in 2021. Just barely made it, you know? Oh, oh, nice ASMR action, Daniel. I thought I'd do some, a little bit of the ASMR. ASMR. What are you drinking, Daniel? <laughs> I'm drinking, I'm drinking a, a bubbly cause I'm an addict. The bubblies. I got you addicted. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It uh, is an addictive spons- beverage, my friends. It is. Not sponsored. Not sponsored Honestly, at all. We, like, <laughs> like, we need to get sponsored by Bubbly. I will know I made it in life if I get sponsored by Bubbly, either on this podcast or on my YouTube. So Bubbly, if you're listening. <laughs> mm, I, think, I think we need to reach out to the marketing department. We need to be proactive. You know, it's part this, of Pepsi. Uh, oh, God damn, is it? Mm-hmm, so we got to get through to Pepsi. Oh god damn that'd be impossible. I know, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's there's a there's going to be a wall there. Um <laughs> Pardon me. I was going to say to our patrons that are listening because they get this episode ASAP. Um I hope you guys are all excited for the new year. Like it's New Year's Eve, yes. I guess. And um Happy New Year. Yeah, today, <laughs> as we're recording this, it's the 28th. So there's still a few days yeah. left of 2020. So yeah, exactly. um, patrons, my, our lovely patrons, happy new year guys. Mm-hmm. Um, hope, uh, you know, the holidays weren't, uh, disastrous. <laughs> I think a lot of people are not I- happy this holiday season and that's okay. That's true. And it's a tough time for a lot of people as it well. It is. You know, the- there's a lot of pressure in the holidays, obviously to get gifts for Christmas and mm-hmm. everything else. And you know, there's a lot of people that still are unemployed or have recently become unemployed, you yeah. know? So it's not an easy time, especially, you know, if you have kids and, you know, all this stuff, it's, it'd be stressful as all hail. I know. You know? And some people couldn't see their family and yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not a good time. But anyways, yeah. um, it's a new year, guys. It's a new year. Yes. <laughs> new year, 2021. We're, we're, we're looking forward to this year. We it's are. Gonna we going to get vaccinated and shit. <laughs> Although, although, oh God. not D- to like... Daniel, why are you raining on my parade? <laughs> what is going on? Well, you know that video that I was watching, the one I sent you with the um, oh, Korean disease mean... specialist? Oh my God. Are we going to talk about the, the, the new strain? Oh God. This is what he was mentioning. Okay. And they were, they, like, I haven't watched the video. Nothing's been, yeah, nothing's been confirmed yet, obviously. It's still like up in the air. But he was like just saying that there's the possibility that like, you know, obviously the virus is continually mutating and all that kind of stuff as viruses do. Um, and he was like, you know, we could be, we could be playing this like uphill battle if, you know, if the virus mutates to a point where the virus, the vaccine is ineffective, 
then we'd have to go back to the drawing board and come up with a new vaccine and it would like be this constant like right. cycle and this could be the, this could be the story of our lives forever oh ah! my god but then okay so the flu right there's a flu vaccine mm-hmm. so yeah. why doesn't like and the flu also mutates a little bit doesn't it so do they yeah. have to come up with some kind of new vaccine every year as it mutates That's- Yes, because that's why if you get the flu vaccine, you have to get it every single right. year because every year there's going to be new like strains of the flu. Right. And I, th- I think what they do and like, don't quote me on this guys, but I think what they do for the flu vaccine is they take the most prevalent strains at the time of the flu and that's what you get yeah. antibodies for or get right. the, you know, uh, the injection for the flu. Um, so can't they do yeah, something similar with the vid, you know, for the, with the coronavirus, yeah, with the coronavirus. I mean, because mm. I assume that if it's similar, if it's anything like the flu, then yeah, there's going to be new, whatever strains and Nuances, then they can, they yeah. can build on whatever vaccine they already have. That's mm-hmm. my assumption, but again, not a scientist. <laughs> so yeah, we don't know how this we don't know how this shit works, guys. Although we do have a few, um, you know, scientists or researchers that follow the podcast. I have seen a few comments, yeah, where they'll be my like, friends. "Oh, the, yeah, they'll be like the molecular." Uh, no, I can't. I can't think of the exact comment, but there was definitely a comment that there was like, "I was like, wow, there's some smart people Good. that watch this podcast." Oh God, <laughs> I'm praying for you guys as you listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we try to, we try to, the thing is again, yeah. nobody has all the answers, right? Yeah. So we try to make the most educated, mm, not necessarily guesses, but like, yeah, I guess like we, and even the scientists right now, it's the point where even people that are researching this stuff, they don't have all the answers. Of so exactly. It's all kind of like, you know, you can have the, a good answer, but it's not necessarily the only answer right. or the, you know, best answer. So, so okay. This um, whole new, okay. Like how, just wonderful timing is it that like as soon as like the whole vaccine thing came out immediately Mm. after that it's like oh actually there's a brand new strain of this coronavirus and now it's like mutated into something else that's already like the case i think in like japan or something and the uk south uh, yeah and like i think south africa or something like that well, and apparently this new strain is more contagious. So of like, that's is. why like, <laughs> yeah, that's why in the UK it's like exploding at the moment. They have no. like, I think yesterday or the day before they had like 36,000 cases in a day or something. It's like going up so fast because I guess this new strain is like very, very strong. Um, strong. Yeah. God it's just like, damn, that is fucking terrifying. But then like, maybe it's like not as strong in terms of it's not as deadly. Right. Exactly. As it mutates, maybe it'll become kind of like the flu in terms of deadliness. Exactly. Well, and like when we watched that Korean disease specialist like a while ago, he made a really good point that kind of stuck with me. Um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily reign true for everything, obviously exceptions to the rule, but like the main thing that he was pointing out is a lot of these viruses, like part of me, they're either really, really deadly. Yeah. And then they don't spread as fast because technically if it's really deadly, like if I got it and it's super deadly, then I'm going to die before I can pass it on to more people mm-hmm. versus as it gets more contagious, generally it's a little bit less deadly only because it's not killing the host right away, right? Like it's like lasting and everything. Of course, there's going to be exceptions, guys. There's going to be some weird things that happen, but like for the most part, which makes sense because if it's not as deadly, then the host or whoever has the virus is able to still travel, yeah. do things, not get so sick and then pass it on to more people. Mm-hmm. So so it could be a good thing that this thing is more contagious, that the, yeah, it, could it could be, be less in a way strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Like, this is scary. Guys, oh, 
are we ever going to be free from the mask scenario? <laughs> like, oh God. Oh God. Uh, Honestly, I just can't. I know. You know, the thing too is uh-huh. like, obviously like as, as somebody that's, you know, representing the, the single world here, um, <laughs> oh. this is also <laughs> okay. devastating my dating life, which again, you guys, for those of you that are on our Patreon, we, uh, our Patreon exclusive for December this month. We're going to we complain be... about dating. Is that what we're going to do? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so if, if you guys want to, if you guys want to catch that episode, it is already live on our Patreon. Yes. Um, check out, uh, patreon.com slash the savage podcast to get all our lovely nuances of dating in this new world. Yeah. And kill me now. (laughs) We're a lot more open in the Patreon. I mean, not that we're not open in these public episodes, but the Patreon Mm -hmm. exclusives, I feel like we get a little bit more open because we know that it's only for a small audience. So if you want to experience that exclusivity, then Mm -hmm. come on over because it's a grand old time. (laughs) (laughs) We gonna be complaining. We gonna talk about Tinder. I know you'll be having some great experiences on Tinder. Oh God. (laughs) That's not even, we're saving that guys. We're saving that guys. We're recording that later today. It is going to be a great fucking Mm -hmm. time or we're just going (laughs) to shoot ourselves. (laughs) Mm. Whatever comes first at this point, you know? Oh God. Um, Uh, One of the things that, one of the things that I'm concerned about, yes. and I don't know if maybe I haven't seen this, so that's why I wanted—I was going to ask you the question actually. Yeah. But has has there been like any? Because you know, obviously, part of what has caused this coronavirus mm-hmm. is you know they say these coronaviruses are passed from animal to humans. Yes. And I just feel like yes, we're trying to combat this current coronavirus, but has there been huge steps taken to kind of combat the reason why this happened in the first nope. place? I don't think so. Exactly. I heard they're still selling bats and shit. Or whatever it is. Exactly. So my concern <laughs> is more along the lines of this virus could mutate and do whatever else, but we haven't really addressed the root of when this actual mm-hmm. virus came from. And because of that, we could just be exposed to a new coronavirus. So right. we could have the COVID-19 strain <laughs> over here still mutating and doing shit. And all of a sudden there'll be a COVID-22 <laughs> oh that comes God. up, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, so, I don't know. I don't know the details as to if they changed anything, but I heard that like, yeah, they're still selling, you know, exotic, mm, you know, animals, animals. And, um, obviously, you know, we are not the best at taking collective mm. action to better this world. This, <laughs> so, this is very accurate. So, Cause I think, yeah. Because there's like two, I guess, two kind of issues that I see here is preventing the spread of what's happening right now with this COVID-19 and, you know, getting the vaccine and everything else. But then also on the other side, which I feel like there's little to no attention being spent. And I could be wrong. I just haven't seen anything in the media or the news yet that makes me feel hopeful that they're trying to address, you know, some of the issues that why this happened in the first place. Right. Um, I feel like that's not really happening at the same scale of us coming up with this vaccine and addressing. I feel like we're really good at like almost like putting a bandaid on a problem, yeah. like saying, Hey, let's get a vaccine for this COVID-19. And then a year or two years down the road, we're just going to have, you know, COVID-20 right. or whatever, COVID-22 or, you know, and I, 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 that's what makes me more nervous, you know, like thinking, Oh God, what's next? Oh God, you I know? know. And we're <sighs> seeing a, even with that same specialist, the Korean doctor guys will link some mm. videos down below. Anyways, yeah. he's like a specialist in, I guess, epidemics and pandemics. And he yeah. even said that they're happening more frequently. 
Exactly. And like, I mean, the thing is, this stuff has happened before, right? So COVID is just the biggest one that we've seen worldwide for a long time. Exactly. But similar things have happened before. And obviously nothing was Mm -hmm. done, which is why COVID happened. So am I going to believe that humans are going to do something about this? I don't know. Maybe just because this was such a big Mm -hmm. thing. So maybe after, I mean, maybe this is my hopeful side speaking. Maybe after, you know, we've actually fixed the problem. Because now, you know, like the house is on Mm -hmm. fire. So like we need to take the, you know, we need to put out the fire, we need right? to water the, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So first step is put out the fire and then maybe we can talk about the fucking precautions to prevent the house being on fire after the, the fire is gone. So. I really like that analogy <laughs> and, you know, again, I want to be optimistic and I want to be positive as to that's what's going to happen. Daniel, you'd be losing but your you know positivities. I know, uh, goddamn. <laughs> but, but one thing that does make me nervous if after this pandemic and after we've saved the house from burning, right, let's mm-hmm. say we've got the vaccine out, we've done everything, if nothing changes and no preventative measures or more str- strenuous strenuous measures are put mm-hmm. in place, it makes me very, very concerned for humanity. Because, you know, the fact that a pandemic, a global pandemic, mm-hmm. couldn't force change, then that makes me think of all of the other things that we're right. dealing with at the moment, like climate change, all of this stuff. What is it going to take yeah. for us to actually start taking action. So if a global pandemic couldn't do us to stop taking certain measures with regards to like the wet markets, with regards to maybe factory farming conditions, all of this kind of stuff, if no huge or even step changes are taking place that I know of, then it's like, well, all of these other things that we're facing, not over here, but like other issues, it's like, what what disaster is it going to take for people to wake up? You know what I mean? To be like, oh, actually, okay, we need to like start doing shit. Yeah. Uh, so... Oh God! I don't have the answers. I don't know. I almost feel like I'm we're ho- doomed. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm hoping there are eight billion. Are there eight billion people now, or is it still seven? I think just about. Okay. I think it's like just. So about assuming 8 billion. we have eight billion people on this earth, I think it's almost like to the point where it's like there are just too many of us for us to be able mm-hmm. to even like. And everyone thinks it's not a me problem. It's a whatever problem. Like it's not my yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah. Like I don't have mm-hmm. to do anything. And then of course the people at the top, they don't care because they have all the money. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand. But I know yeah. it just it, it's it's I want to be hopeful, Rose, and I want to share in your yes, optimism in a sense that like, yeah, let's be optimistic. This is a new I'm year. It's 2021, guys. One moment. I'm like, I'm hopeful. Two seconds later, yeah. we're doomed. This earth is going to collapse. Yeah. Let's just see how this plays out. Yeah. Um, and let's see what happens with this, you know, with the vaccine and with, you know, see what kind of changes are made. Yeah. And then if a year or two down the road, we're facing the exact same problems with another pandemic that stems from the exact same way that we got this coronavirus and there was no precautionary measures. I'm just going to be like, you know what, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like the solution is to not have children (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) the chance that like this earth is going to implode during Mm -hmm. our lifetime might be a little bit lower than, but if you keep having kids, I mean, your kids are going to suffer, dude. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm barren, you know? <laughs> is this why you, I, you haven't frozen your eggs, Daniels? <laughs> I've decided I've decided against it. I'm not going to be freezing my eggs. Um, I did consider it. Really, I did, you guys. Did. Um, for those of you listening, I was thinking of it. Um, but I think, you know, I'm going to save them. I mean, I'm not going to save them. You're not gonna I'm not going to have them. kids. You're not going to yeah. freeze your eggs. Uh, not going to happen. You, there won't be little Daniels so, running around. Unfortunately, it's you It's know, okay. You can I, adopt little Daniels. This is so true. (laughs) Anyway, what are some of the news stories that we're going to uh, discuss today, Daniel, other than the wonderful coronavirus? 
the, other than the coronavirus. <laughs> um, so there's a few stories. Uh-huh. So I don't know if you heard about any of these. So maybe you have. I don't know. So the first one was about. <clears throat> so I guess an American teenager. Um, and her boyfriend, they broke some COVID-19 protocols. <gasps> I heard the, about this. The, yes, in the Cayman Islands, and they got sentenced to prison. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Okay, okay we're going to talk about that bit. Ne- okay, first let's yeah. run through the stories. Exactly. The next one is about a um, a New York City medic, a paramedic, that um, had gotten... There was this article written about her in the New York Post about her having a racy OnlyFans site. Oh, and there yes. was like a bunch of kickback about it. And people were like, oh, you know, this paramedic shouldn't have this, you know, site or whatever. So we'll talk about that. Uh-huh. And then this, this one, a little bit less interesting, but kind of causing a little bit of controversy is the fact that some of the large um, movie producers are deciding to... So the main one is Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers has decided that next year they're going to do like a dual promotion of videos. So when they release a new film, they're going to release it in theaters, right? But also with a streaming service, like a HBO streaming service or something. Um, And there's been a bit of pushback because a lot of these theaters are like, well, what? how are we going to compete right. then like people aren't going to want to come to the theater because yeah so interesting what, you, mm-hmm. so those those be our fun <clears throat> stories for today fun guys. Story. what about god the trickle damn. down i sent oh, yeah. you a and story oh god damn we're gonna you talk ignore about the my trickle. story god damn what would be the story daniels <laughs> so the, <laughs> the story which is one that we do like to talk about a lot but i love it um, um is, is about trickle-down economics and how it's bullshit. really it doesn't work. <laughs> exactly. I love, I actually love this. So <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that Rose said, like when Rose sent me this video though, cause in the video he was like, and part of me, he was like joking, but he's like, um, this, stu- this study from, uh, what was it? Like, no shit university, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like no shit. Like this is like legit. You know, um, that be my crush. You know that, right? The- I do know that Rose. <laughs> You thirsting for someone else. This is another no, this thing, guys. this be my main thirst. <laughs> I, another thing that we've realized doing this podcast, I just want to take a moment here before we get into these stories. Okay, let's take a moment. We've, we've, we've realized just how... Th- I thought I was thirsty, okay? I really did. No. I thought the thirst was real within me. We didn't realize until we started looking back and reflecting on these podcast episodes over this last year that Rose is the thirstiest person alive, Okay. <laughs> Do you care to comment on that, Rose? I have no comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally going back and like looking at episodes and it was like every like second, it would be funny. We'd just be like talking and Rose would be like, Daniel, hang on. Can we just talk about how hot this person is? <laughs> or like, can we talk about the hot people here? Oh my every God. S- it was so I funny. have issues. Okay. <laughs> I have no, issues. Just, I just like, just a, you know, I appreciate mm. the, you know, the male, uh, <laughs> Anyways, moving on, moving on. You have an appreciation. I have a very deep appreciation for a handsome man, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, we can do uh, Rose's thirst compilation number two. We got some great yeah. content so far. Oh, we, <laughs> we really, yeah. Rose, Rose sent that to me and I was just like, wow, this is really... And then <laughs> as I was editing another podcast, there was like four other thirst moments. I was like, yes. here you go, Rose, just add to your video. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that we're talking about a video that we posted on our Instagram page of me basically yeah. being thirsty. <laughs> so mm-hmm. go check it out. <laughs> it happened. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's go All run right. through these stories. So you got some good okay. ones, Daniel. So we're going to start with our very first one about this 
um, I guess U.S. teenager mm-hmm. from Georgia. She, uh, you know, her and her boyfriend got um, sent to jail basically for breaching uh, quarantine protocols in the Cayman Islands. So what had happened was um, she decided to, he was in some kind of like jet ski competition um, and she flew, yeah, she's from Georgia. She flew, oh, professional jet skier from the Cayman Islands, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, what happened was she arrived. This was a little bit like in November, November 27th, she arrived and she was supposed to undergo a minimum 14 day quarantine in residence per the Cayman COVID um, suppression guidelines, which is like pretty standard mm-hmm. for most countries. But apparently, which I thought this was interesting, that the part of it, they get like a bracelet, like a geo bracelet when they yeah, arrive yeah, yeah. to like, yeah. It's so almost like house she, arrest, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So you're basically under house arrest. And so her boyfriend was competing on the 29th. So two days after she arrived. So what she decided to do is she took off her bracelet, (gasps) left it at the house. Yeah. And then went to this, um, this contest or whatever. The worst part is apparently when they were there, they were there for this, at this event for about seven hours. They weren't wearing masks. They weren't practicing social distancing. They were just doing whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever they felt with at the time. So basically they were, um, uh, the governments stepped in and were like, this isn't acceptable. Like you guys have to be, you know, how did they find out again? Um, let's see. I think if my memory serves me correctly, I think somebody told on them, somebody that was also at this event, Mm. I believe I could be, it doesn't actually specify in this article how they were specifically caught. Um, okay. So then she got caught. Oh, they were detained at the, uh, at the scene by police. Oh, she, so I guess, I guess maybe because they also weren't wearing masks or social distancing, they were detained and then probably found out afterwards. Um, so they were detained, placed in a government facility for a 14 day quarantine, which ended on December 15th. So this is after the event. So they Uh had the event on the 29th, got detained, whatever. And then they were originally ordered to pay uh, a $2,600 fine and participate in, um, uh, community service. However, the sentence was appealed. Um, and the grand court argued that their sentence did not fit the crime. So they were sentenced to four months in prison on December 15th. Four months, both of them? I believe so, yeah. Four months in prison? Mm -hmm. I don't know if the guy was, because I think he was already living in the Cayman Islands or something. Well, it says here, though, he was, the reason that he was charged is he was charged with aiding and abetting his girlfriend. Oh, I see. But he was charged with the same? It sounds like it. What does it say here? American teen and boyfriend sentenced to four months in prison. Okay, so what do you think about this? Yeah. Do you think the punishment fits the crime? Um, uh, it's a tough one. Cause again, it's hard to say what, uh, punishment is, is justified in these kind of, uh, um, circumstances. Was it wrong for them to do this? A hundred percent. Was it, you know, you're not following guidelines. Like these guidelines are in place, whether you, whether you believe in them or not, they're in place for a reason. Right. So, you know, would it have killed her to stay for her 14 day quarantine? No, you know, you're already, she's already traveling when you're not really supposed to be traveling, already doing all this stuff. So try to at least minimally stick to the guidelines. The fact that they went to the event in addition and didn't wear a mask or social distancing, like part of the reason why, they probably increase the fine is because they're putting public people at danger. Right. So if other people it's, it's, it's like less, I guess some people would look at it differently, but like, it's like you're literally putting people in danger that, you know, if you would follow the rules that you potentially wouldn't have, uh, these people wouldn't be in danger. So, and, and, and 
the reason why sometimes I have a problem with monetary fines is because you're almost like punishing people that don't have money. And whereas you're saying that people that have money, right. like if they were just slapped on the wrist and were like, Hey, um, you know, I'm guessing this 18 year old who's dating some guy from the Cayman islands, who's like a jet ski racer and all this stuff. Like maybe, I mean, I could be wrong, but maybe the $2,600 fine wouldn't have been a big deal for them. You right. know, maybe mommy and daddy could pay for it or whatever else, you right. know? So <clears throat> I do think that, you know, maybe, Maybe this is justification. I don't know. Four months is a long time, though. It's that is a, a long while. time to be in prison. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. I feel. Like, I, again, like you're right. I completely, like, they definitely should not have done that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's almost like, uh, it's like one of those things where it's such a new thing, this whole coronavirus situation. So I yeah. feel like they didn't, they didn't think anything of it, right? They were like mm-hmm. probably stupid being like, oh, I don't have the virus, so it's fine. Let me do something stupid. Exactly. Um, and how old are they? So she's 18. See, she's 18. She's dumb. 24. They're eight. Okay. He's a bit older enough to, you know, make better decisions. But anyways, like 18 year old, Mm -hmm. you're a little bit, you know, not maybe thinking clearly and no Mm -hmm. offense to 18 year olds out there, but I'm just saying like when you're younger, you know, you're a little bit more, you know, (laughs) free minded and free spirited. You're just like, whatever. But so like, you're like, definitely they shouldn't have done that. Four months Mm -hmm. though. I know that's a long, that's a long time to be in prison. The thing is too, that is bad. It's bad. No, Rose, we all know I wouldn't survive in prison. Okay. (laughs) Like we just, I'm, I'm too pretty to go to prison. Rose. (laughs) I'm just kidding. guys. I wonder what the prisons Um, are like in the Cayman islands. I have no idea. The Cayman islands are like an interesting place. You know, I just strict. Like it sounds like, like that sounds like a very strict type of country. Mm. But this is the thing that's blowing my mind right now. Yeah. Okay. So you have this Cayman Islands where this like seems like pretty strict, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. But then like, I don't know about you, but like on my Instagram feed, so many people that I'm friends with yes. or like knew somehow in life. Are they're traveling. like going on all of these. Yeah, yeah. All of these holidays. Like one of my friends is in the Maldives. One of them is like in Mexico. Another one. And I'm just like, or friends of friends or people that yeah. I follow. And I'm like, how are all these people doing all this traveling? Like, I don't know. I think some countries they, um, because they rely so much on traveling, I think they've maybe started doing like rapid COVID testing or something like that. Yeah. So once they yeah. get there, they have to get tested. I think, I don't know, guys, let us know if yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but basically, I mean, that's the only way, right? Because they still have mm-hmm. to be careful. Like if you're coming from countries like Canada or the U S where COVID cases are still pretty, pretty wild. Um, yeah. you, these countries do need to be careful because once you have a mm-hmm. few people in there with COVID and they're fucking eating at your restaurants and walking around your cities, you're going to get other people infected. So exactly. It's like a, it's like a exponential growth. Exactly. Effect, right? It's like, very it's quick. Like, We've seen it. Mm-hmm. So we have seen it yeah. all over the world. So, I mean, in, in but, some ways it is, I guess like if you assume that everyone has it or whoever lands in your country has it, then I guess maybe the punishment does potentially maybe a little bit fit the crime a little bit because you are potentially endangering other people, right? If you have it. Yeah. But then if you're assuming that everyone has it, Mm -hmm. then you should take the same precautions as if you had the virus. Mm, So the fact that, yeah. I was going to say, it does say here a little bit later in the article, I guess that they, they've had their sentence, their prison sentences reduced. So originally it was four months, but now it's two months. Okay. I mean, two months, you know what? 
Think about what you did, dude. I, exactly. <laughs> and, and and I know I, I get your point about like obviously being like 18 and being young yes. and naive and stuff. But like, I don't know about you, but like if I arrived at a country and they gave me like a geo bracelet yeah, that you have to wear, that's fucking scary. I would, I would be so scared seriously. at 18. Yeah. I would be like, oh my God, like, okay, I'm staying here. I'm not doing nothing. You yeah. know, like. Even, even when I got back to Canada and I had to quarantine for the 14 days, like at first I was like, oh my God, this sucks so much, blah, blah, blah. But I got to my house and like, I mean, obviously I'm a lot older than 18. Yes. So, um, but I was like scared to even like, I was like, I, I was scared. I was like, I'm not going to leave my house because in case somebody. But you were allowed to like go for walks, right? No? No. Oh, you no. have to like stay within so you, your house because you came from overseas. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I yeah. See. Okay. So you have when they when they when they do these fourteen day quarantines, it's like very strict. Like right. it's not like you know our lockdown right now where we can go for walks and stuff. It's like you need to stay in your house. Like I right. can go in my backyard, but because I have a separate entrance or whatever. Yeah. So I went into my backyard. That's it. Right. And like and they did and check like, on me. So. What I don't understand is like this girl. It's like clearly this guy had the boyfriend had whatever that competition. Why don't you just get there 14 years, uh, 14 days beforehand so you can watch the competition? Exactly. Like, were you planning on doing this all along? Like, that's another thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you knew he had that competition, right? Like, exactly. he knew, they she don't, knew. They don't, yeah, she, well, exactly, because that's why she was there. So, like, yeah. at the end of the day. So, you were and planning sure on not having the 14-day quarantine? Like, was that it? Anyway. Well, that's obviously, that, that would be a thing. She arrived two days before, and... Obviously, it's not a surprise what's going on globally. It's on the news everywhere. So it's not a surprise yeah. that you'd have to quarantine when you get somewhere. And like, they don't just decide on a whim to schedule a, a contest. It would have been pre-booked exactly. months in advance. So it almost so, seems like it was pre-planned. So mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, that sucks. Like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine how much they are regretting this right now. Like, legit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck They're like, probably life. like, oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad for them, but at the same time, I also feel like, uh, you should have made better decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just, it does kind of suck. I mean, it does suck, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like you, like that is a v- clear violation of not only the guidelines, but like basically the law essentially. Right. So exactly. Well, the, the thing is, it's, 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 again, you're endangering the public. Right? right. So I think that's the biggest thing is like, you're putting other people's lives because of your kind of stupidity. Mm-hmm. Um, you're putting other people's lives at risk. Right. So I think that's the biggest, the biggest kind of takeaway. It's like the people within the Cayman islands, the locals and yeah. stuff there are now being put at risk because people aren't following the rules. And I also think that it's in some ways, which I know this isn't always a good thing, but in some ways it sets an example as well yes. to kind of deter other people from doing that behavior. Yeah. Like a deterrent like a severe kind of, punishment you know, when they do like exactly there's that whole argument like if you do one severe punishment to somebody and like they they're example. like set the example exactly <laughs> others will be like okay well i don't want four months in a cayman island prison so yeah, yeah. that's oh, true god. oh god mm-hmm. but oh god i mean it sucks for everyone <laughs> i do feel bad yeah. for them just a little bit but at the same time yeah probably should have made better decisions yeah, anyways exactly. what's anyways, next daniel so the, so that so so the next story is about the backlash that this poor um, and I'd like to get your kind of take on this, but this um, young New York City paramedic, um, basically she um, worked with like a I guess some newspaper or something, and I don't know how this story came to light. Basically, but like I think maybe they interviewed her, but she um, was she created an OnlyFans site, mm-hmm. so she had like you know OnlyFans, which is like. I don't Which really is like get basically OnlyFans. Okay, so uh, from my understanding, it's kind of like it's kind of like Patreon in a way, um, in terms of so you like anyone can create an OnlyFans account, and then you have people yeah. that give you uh, like a membership 
a payment every month. Sí. So whatever yeah. that is, I don't know. And but OnlyFans, mm -hmm. I think, is specifically designed for like adult entertainment. So like porn uh, or like okay. nudity, like just photos that are kind of like scandalous, you know? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. and it's kind of blown up over the last year or so. Every mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people that are like even YouTubers have made like OnlyFans accounts and celebrities. Celebrities have made them. So it's kind of like a mm -hmm. way of making I guess it's like it's kind of like a modern way of like pornography in a way. I don't know if it's like full on mm. pornography. Um, yeah. But I think it could be anything. I think, I think some of it is. Some of it I've, might I've be. Seen, yeah, totally. Like, some of it might yeah. be, but some of them, like mm -hmm. some people that use it, it might just, it might just be them like posing nude, for example, I yeah. think. Anyway. And it might, yeah. it might be like taste, tasteful, tasteful posing and, who and knows, things like that. Right. I mean, I haven't yeah. signed up to any uh, OnlyFans accounts, so mm. <laughs> I would not be able to tell me you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, me neither, to be honest. I have I've never, very like, little interest in like looking at naked bodies of people for no reason. <laughs> like <laughs> there's well, free Rose, porn Rose, out there, It's not guys. for no reason, you know? <laughs> well, there, there's free porn out there. You don't need to go on OnlyFans and pay people but anyway <laughs> exactly rose knows the best sites apparently no <laughs> anyway continue <laughs> um yeah so basically um so this girl um 23 years old she's a um senior care ems mm -hmm. i'm not sure uh, an ambulance company sure. um serving serving hospitals or whatever okay. so she created this um only fans account and apparently like i think it's like more tasteful like it's not like hardcore porn or anything like that mm -hmm. but like she posts like topless and you know sure. maybe bottomless as well um and she was quite quite like vocal about it in the, in the beginning and she's in, in this interview she like defended her like she calls it a side gig which it is she said at the end of the day it doesn't affect how i treat people what i do in my free time is my business it has no effect on how i care for my patients i know when i'm working i'm a paramedic and i think i'm pretty good at my job um blah 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 what else did she say um so like Basically, she was just uh, the whole argument is that she was saying, like, you know, she's not making enough living in New York being a paramedic. Um, that's why she's had to create this OnlyFans site. She yeah. did for a while work work as a, a hostess at a Korean steakhouse restaurant or something right. for a while. And then now she's created this OnlyFans. Um and there's been a lot of backlash where people are like, you're a paramedic. You have a certain responsibility to society. You shouldn't be creating a um uh, an OnlyFans site. So <laughs> I've heard about this story. So I'm assuming she didn't get fired. Did she get fired from her job? Well, ap apparently after this article, yes. she like took down her OnlyFans, oh like God. removed all the photos. Listen, yeah. And then here, in fear yeah. that she would get fired. I yeah. think this is ridiculous. She, first mm -hmm. of all, I think the number one question is why is she not making enough money as a paramedic? This is exactly, in New York City? This like, is exactly it. Yeah. So maybe that's what you should have a problem with. Mm -hmm. Somebody should not have to get a second job working as a paramedic. That is a tough job. So like yeah. you should not be having to get a second job on top of that just to make ends meet. So that should mm -hmm. be the number one question. So you shouldn't be criticizing her for creating, for fucking making money for herself. Okay, do it. Exactly. Like she got to make money. And obviously working as a hostess is not going to pay as much as like OnlyFans apparently. So exactly. Like, but th yeah. that's, the, that's, the, that's the number one question or the number one 
issue that I see with this whole thing. It's not the fact that she created this OnlyFans site. You have to look at the reason why she felt the need to create this OnlyFans site. Because I'm sure also she wasn't thinking like, I want to do this per se. This wasn't her, like she wanted to be a paramedic. That's her job, right? But like, imagine you're working your job that you went to school for and like you're struggling to make ends meet. You can't do anything. Like, you you know, you're going to look for alternative ways to make income. And you're right. The biggest question there is why is it somebody that is professionally like, sorry, that is educated, Mm -hmm. working professional job. Why are they struggling to make ends meet? That's the real issue here. It's like, um, another example of this is like a lot of professions, a lot of like public health. And, um, I think also like teaching and all these kind of like government positions, well, like not government positions, but like, they're not just not being paid enough. I know in like London, for example, um, I knew a couple teachers and they all would have like part-time jobs as well as teaching because they just weren't making enough money Which is ridiculous. to be able to, exactly. And it's like, why is it that we're not, you know, affording these people enough money to, to be able to live a normal life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Without having to do this. So that's the real kind of issue. Yeah. And then, well, the second point as well is what is like, why are we shaming people for doing this kind of stuff? Just let them do what mm-hmm. they want. At the end of the day, it's their body. It's their, mm-hmm. you know, if, if it's just do it, like, why not? Like, why are people shaming her? Like, as if none mm-hmm. of these people watch any porn, none of these people, you know, none of sp- these people consume any adult entertainment at all. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, we love to shame these people that are providing the entertainment. And yet it's like, yeah. everyone fucking watches porn or, you know, to some level enjoys adult entertainment. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I think is so interesting though. It's like not just with her, but like, you're right. Adult, adult entertainers, Mm -hmm. there is this huge stigma there. It's like a lot of us or probably almost all of us consume that some kind of form of Mm -hmm. content, but yet there is that stigma for people that work in that industry. It's like, well, and I'm not, and and obviously this, what she's doing on only only fans. Like, I mean, it's, it's again, it's in line with that, I guess that industry and stuff. But again, you're right. Like the only people that would ever find out. And another reason the only people that ever find out about this is the people that were paying to have access yeah. to her only fan site. So like her like customers or clientele in the paramedic, like being a paramedic, none of them are even going to know unless they're subscribing to that site. And then the question is, well, who's at fault there? Her for putting the content or that person yeah. for consuming it. And why does it matter that like, she's a who- paramedic? Like exactly. It's not, I mean, and I, I remember this whole thing came about with like, there were some teachers like long time ago, there would be like teachers that, uh, maybe they people found out later on that they were maybe porn stars either in the past or in the present yeah. or they, you know, pose nude or something like that. Right. And then they would get fired. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about that kind of thing? Like if they're like teachers, like for mm-hmm. children. Well, I, I don't think that there's I don't think that that's grounds to fire right? somebody. You know what I mean? Like if, especially like. If again, the question is, why is it that a teacher is feeling the need to be able to, mm-hmm. to have to do that? But but, even, okay, there's two no, things. No, but even if, let's assume that it's not because, oh, she couldn't make enough money. Let's say she's making enough money. Mm-hmm. This is just something she likes to do, right? Yeah. Let's assume that. Well, then I don't see what the big deal is. I honestly yeah. don't see what the big deal is. I, I, I'm sure some people might not agree with us on this podcast and think, well, we, you know, we don't want that. But then you're kind of making the assumption, and I could be wrong saying this, but you're kind of making the assumption that just because somebody is doing that, that they're a bad person, yeah. and they shouldn't be teaching your children, right? Yeah. So why does it say that if just because maybe in your spare time that you happen to be a porn actress or actor, mm-hmm. that you can also be a good school teacher? Absolutely. I think it's like, cause we've, we've kind of like created this 
society where we are like, mm-hmm. we demon, not demonize. What's the word I'm looking for? We, we almost shame people for like sex in general. Like, yeah. like sex is like shameful. It's like, oh my God, Hugely. you know, like we can't talk about it. We can't look at it. If you're out mm-hmm. there being sexual as a person in the public eye, mm-hmm. then you should be ashamed of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, this is crazy. That- I can't even believe this is a mm-hmm. story. It's yeah, it's pretty big. There was like a lot of pushback and people oh being God, like, "Let the girl some, do what some she people wants." F- uh huh. I know some people were on the fence, being like, "She should lose her job," and then other people are like, are you "Like leave her alone." Who are these yeah. people? Like, what do you do in your life that you are such a moral fucking human being? Like, exactly. Are you serious? But, <laughs> and and again, like as long and the thing is. It's the, her doing this, like, and just, uh-huh. just going back to this example, it's not impacting the way that she's doing her job. She's still able to yes. deliver, like, you know, care, great service. I think the thing is the reason, the only reason why I would say, oh, somebody shouldn't be doing something is if it's impacting their, their role. Mm-hmm, like if they're mm-hmm. a doctor and because they have another job, they're too tired and they can't right. perform surgery properly. That's an issue. Right. But like, as long as she's still able to do all of her jobs correctly and, you know, obviously she's in charge of like people's lives being a paramedic and she's, it sounds like she's still able to do her job really well, Mm -hmm. then it shouldn't matter. Like what she's doing in her free time is just that it's her free time. And like we, we live in Canada and also like close to the U S and like the whole premise of the U S is like your freedom to express yourself and do, do what you want. So why at the same time are we like, is it ostracizing? Yeah. 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 Yeah people for doing just that. Like, right. You know, so hypocritical, isn't it? Exactly. Like my question to you again, and and also to our listeners is like, what, why? Because if somebody's posting pictures, why would that mean that they're, or like having an OnlyFans account or doing porn, does that mean that they're not good at their other job? Yeah. Like how is that? Why is that your motherfucking business, bitch? Exactly. Mr. Land of the the free. And again, the only people that are going to know that (laughs) are people that are consuming that content. So like, for those teachers or whoever else that's involved in the adult 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 industry, the only way that that is going to be found out is if like the parents of the kids or somebody is watching porn. Yeah. So then you know, well then why they could they could turn around and say, well, you have two kids, why are you watching porn? <laughs> you know what? But you know, like yeah, like it's it's it, there's there's no it makes no sense, right? Like it's just so yeah, stupid. It's a uh, uh so it's, like it, it makes me frustrated. It sucks that she had to take down her account. I know. Like, I so can't believe how big of a story after, this became. I know. I'm like, are we not it's, aware it's that it's 2020? There's, you know, the world is basically mm-hmm. imploding and we're talking about some woman that wants to make a little side money. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. She have a little, she has, she's having a little side hustle, you know, like. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Exactly. What is the big deal? I, I mean, I would be concerned with it. I mean, like for me, just from like, I wouldn't advise especially women, just because I, women are victims of this more than men because women are mm. more likely to be sex workers, I guess, than men are. Yeah. The only thing that I would not oppose, but I would caution is that, you know, this kind of stuff, even if, yeah, you're, you're technically uh, showing this only to your fans or followers, but like mm. what you put out there, it like does stay out there. So it, it I would be very away. careful. Exactly. So I would be... Yeah. It's not something to do lightly just because of the society we live in. And it's going to make your life pretty fucking difficult in the future. Mm -hmm. If you you know want to get a job again, it doesn't mean that you're what you did was wrong. It just means it's going to make your life difficult. So I think that's the big reason why I wouldn't advise somebody to do Mm -hmm. something like this unless they're like 100 percent certain that that's what they want to do. 
Yeah. And especially, I really think that you hit a really good point there. Unfortunately, um, in that industry or any of these kind of, you know, anytime there's a sex scandal or whatever it is, um, it does always play more negatively for women. 100%. Um, because women, again, I guess in society are supposed to be pure and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I remember a story that actually happened, uh, in Calgary. Um, and this is when I was in Newcastle at the time and, I didn't hear about the story. One of my friends from Newcastle, this is how big this, this story like somehow hit international oh, news. I know exactly where you're going to talk about. Okay. Say it. I know exactly yeah. what you're going to talk about. <laughs> so I was at work. Uh, this was in Newcastle years and years ago. And somebody came up to me and they're like, didn't you say you're from Calgary in Canada? I was like, yeah, what's up? They're like, look what happened at Stampede. And basically there was like a video in the daytime um, in like one of the parking lots. There was like, I guess some drunk people. So Stampede, people okay, to, to give you guys some context, Stampede is an event that happens in Calgary every year. And it's basically like, mm-hmm. a, uh, like a week of like rodeo and um, there's like a park, a, what do you call it? Like an amusement park set up. And it's just yeah. basically a big week of festivities. And a lot of people come yeah. from out of town and everyone gets drunk. All and it's like a world, huge, yeah. like it's like a huge deal. Continue. Yeah. Over the week, it's like goes on for about 10 oh, days. Yeah. It's yeah. like over, over a million people come to the city. Like it's crazy. Like it's a huge deal. There's huge, like, you know, uh, there's also like big artists that come mm-hmm. like big country artists and all kinds of stuff. So it's a big deal. So basically what had happened was three individuals that were obviously intoxicated. It was like in the afternoon or during the day decided to go into a parking lot where people could see them basically. Yeah. Um, and they had like a threesome, right? So there's two guys and this girl. Um, now the thing is, that's like interesting or not interesting is there was literally so much backlash for this girl, yeah. like literally so much. I think she lost her job. She like, and, and she tried to spin it. Like, I know she posted a video on YouTube to try to like combat some of the like, um, hate that she was getting. It wasn't very, um, uh, thoughtfully made though. The videos, no, I think. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it, anyway. it definitely wasn't. But she, she tried, you know, yeah. and she tried to spin it and there was so everyone found out right away who the girl's yeah. name was. They like all of this stuff. It was plastered everywhere. And really, even to this day, those two guys, like no one even knows. Really I didn't happened. even know who they were. Like that's, that's see, that's crazy. I didn't even think about it that yeah. way. You know, like that's how much we do this to women and we don't, cause yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like I was like, Oh, that yeah. girl, like that's so trashy. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, there were but literally the two, two guys? other guys that were there and their exactly. faces and their names weren't tarnished. Like probably nobody even knows who they are. And yet her face and yeah, like literally for like a while, she was all over the new, all over social media, all over everywhere. Mm -hmm. And she was so shamed. And it was like, I mean, to be honest, like it was obviously, you know, not a tasteful move on on all parties, but yet all all of the attention was focused on her specifically. Exactly. And that's that that just again, it just emphasizes that point about why there is uh, like, unfortunately, the way that it is in our society right now, there's that double standard for Mm -hmm. women. Um, Did the video show like the guy's faces? uh, Not really. I don't think it really showed anyone's face. It was mainly focused on the girl, but maybe I'm I I can't remember though. No, because it was like, if I remember correctly, (laughs) kind of, it was like, first of all, it's a blurry video, like you couldn't really and, and both the guys like you couldn't really see oh, their faces see. either. And you couldn't see her face either. Really. Yet you couldn't somehow really people see anyone's dug out face. Her identity. Exactly. Oh God. Everyone found out who she was. Yeah. And then, yeah, again, again, it was just like, okay, yeah, you're right. It wasn't the most tasteful thing. I don't advocate mm-hmm. that you should be having sex in a parking lot. And <laughs> no. during the day, during a festival that's going on, like probably not the best move. But maybe we but should again, question why our society punishes women and not men for doing this kind of activity. Exactly. 
because for those guys, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. You guys, and you know, no for the guys, they're, like, yeah, as, like, they're as bros. trashy. You know what I mean? Like if a guy yeah. did it, it's like, oh, they're just being mm-hmm. like dudes or whatever. But if it's like a woman, it's yeah. like, oh, my God, what a piece of trash. Yeah, like it's it, it it goes further. Like you're right, it goes further than that. Like even with our like, even think about our like, even our friends and stuff. If like one of your like girlfriends came up to you, well, I don't know, maybe not. But like if your girlfriend comes up to you and is like, oh yeah, by the way, like you know, had a really good night. Like I met these two guys. We had a threesome. <laughs> um, you're gonna be a bit more like, oh god. But then like, well, maybe not. No, and it's then, not about like, the threesome. The- I think it's about. Um, it, I guess it's like being being a woman and being publicly mm-hmm. sexual. I think yeah. that's the main thing that we as a society tend to criticize and critique. Like, for example, like with this yeah. paramedic, if this was a guy, I was thinking to myself when I heard the story, I was like, if this is a guy, this would be a non-story. No one would be talking yeah. about the shit. Like legit. No one would be talking about the shit. This would not be a story, mm-hmm. but because it's a woman, she has to quit her job. Like what the fuck? Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I know. if a woman is being like sexual or putting her sexuality out there. She's immediately like, people think, Oh, she has no respect for herself. She has no respect for herself. And it's like, not necessarily like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there are certain cases where maybe you don't have respect for yourself, but like in cases like this paramedic person, it's like, she's just trying to make some money. Like, fuck it. Exactly. Like if a guy did it, would would people say the same thing? If a guy does the same thing, they wouldn't say, Oh, he has no respect for himself. Nobody says that about guys and their sexuality. Exactly. This is what's crazy. Oh. Well, it, it goes, it goes, it's like, it's ingrained in our culture though. Yeah. Like think of even like girls that are more promiscuous, yeah. like they, they have such, um, negative connotative, connotative words mm-hmm. associated with them. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas if a guy sleeps around, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's like, Oh cool. Like that's awesome. How many girls have you slept with? Oh, that's so cool, yeah. bro. Like you're such a, you're such a player. I you're know. amazing. But as soon as a girl does that, it's like, well, what's wrong with you? I Why know. are you doing that? Like, it's so stupid. And, Ah, uh, it makes me like, I know it makes me so mad about our society. I yeah, know. It's just like, oh. And it, it makes me anyway. even mad to think that I'm also like, I also have those maybe potential prejudices in my head without even mm-hmm. realizing like the fact that I was judging that girl and not even thinking twice about the guys because it was just yeah. ingrained in my brain that it's like, Oh, for a guy that's normal for a girl. Like, Oh, you don't want to be doing yeah. that as a girl. Yeah. I remember though, like, cause I also thought the same yeah. thing. I was like, oh God, like what, what, why was that girl doing like, why that? Like, why would you do r- that? Yeah. Yeah. Initially I was like, what's wrong with her? Like, why is she doing that? Like, what the hell? Takes three to tango. Like, <laughs> exactly. No one's like, well, why do the guys do yeah. that? Like, what are they doing? You know, like, oh, it's. But it's, it's also I, the I, fact I, that like, we know that as a woman, you're going to get shamed more. So it's like, it mm. seems almost even more shameless, I guess. Cause like as, yeah. as a woman, you know, you're going to get the backlash, you know, it's like more embarrassing in our society. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. men, they don't have that. So they're like, it's like less of a shameless dude. Am I making sense? It's less of a, it's less of a, a worry for them yes. because like they're, they're not going to get that kind of backlash. Exactly. However, if it was a, guy caught with another guy. Oh, that's then, a whole new story. Then that's a whole different yeah. one. Yeah. Cause then it's like, especially if it's someone that they didn't know was into guys, then that could be a whole new oh, ball God, game. See, right? That's so, another, oof. Mm, but yeah, just crazy. Yeah. I just, yeah, I wish, I wish in many ways, like, there's a lot of stuff that I do like about society, but like these kind of like double standards. <laughs> what do you standards like about society, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Based not a lot podcast, lately. I'm like so I don't negative. know how much we yeah. like about society. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, like there's some things that I do like, but like, yeah, this kind of stuff, like this double standard. And I'm hoping like even myself, like as I'm growing mm-hmm. and getting older and reflecting, like I'm also learning. So like yes. looking back, if that situation happened again with another person at Stampede, right. I'm going to be less likely to be like, what mm-hmm. is that girl doing? I'm going to look at the whole picture and yeah. say, why did these people decide not to go back to a hotel room or, yes. you know, maybe just do this behind closed doors. Like have fun, do what you want to do. But like, you know, probably not the best idea to do it yeah. there yeah. unless you do want some kind of attention yeah. or backlash. Right. So, oh, God, you know, all right. Uh, Next story. Mm. Oh, this one's about so, the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So wait, th- okay. So if, read the story a little bit again. Okay. Yeah. So in the, in the most, in the most seismic shift, seismic shift, seismic, <laughs> not even a little one, a seismic one, um, by a Hollywood studio yet during the pandemic, Warner brothers pictures on Thursday. So that was the Thursday that just passed, mm-hmm. I believe, um, announced that all of the, it's 2021 film slates, like what they're going to release next year. Um, including a bunch of like, I don't know, Godzilla versus Kong and some other ones I've never heard of. Um, they're going to stream on HBO max at the same time that they're played in theaters. So basically they're planning on doing like a, a dual release of films. Right. So films will be available um, both to stream if you have HBO yes. um, subscription service, as well as if you want to go to the theater. Um, and what do you think of the, and and obviously the theaters are upset because they think people are not going to mm-hmm. come to the theater, right? That's essentially exactly. the story. The theater- what do you think about exactly. that, Daniel? Um, I think it's a tough, I think it's a tough one because like, especially with what's going on right now. Like it's yeah. so it's, uh, if, if it wasn't for this pandemic, we wouldn't even be having obviously this discussion, mm-hmm. right? It wouldn't be. Um, but I think it's, I can see it from both sides because you know, the movie producers are thinking to themselves, well, we're not going to make, make back these because a lot of these films are huge budgets, right? Like, you know, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars to produce a film. Um, and they're thinking, well, the way that they would get a lot of that back is through theater releases. But because the COVID is like, you'll, the theater might be open. Like during the summer, the theaters were open and then they were closed again. And then they have now limited it's capacity. Like, exactly. So they're just not going to recoup a lot of those costs. So they're thinking, Hey, let's offer it with the streaming service as well so that people can, you know, subscribe to the streaming service and also watch the films. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the difficulty is there is then you're like, I can see where the, the movie theaters are coming from as well, because it's like, well, how are we going to compete? Somebody's paying like $11 or whatever it is. I don't know what HBO is, but like, let's say it's 11, $12 a month mm-hmm. to subscribe. Why would they pay 15 to $20 to come see the, to see the film when they can just stream it at their house? Yeah. And they can stream it and multiple people can watch it instead exactly. of paying each person $15 or $12 mm-hmm. or however much the movie theater is now um, to go to the theater. But, you know, that begs another question because I always wondered, it's Mm -hmm. the age old question. Are theaters dying out? Are they going to die out? See, and I don't think so. My Mm -hmm. argument as to why I I think that theaters, they do need to change their business model. That's the thing. I think one. Yeah. One thing that this is that I feel like this is emphasizing, which actually I've been thinking this for a while, even before the pandemic, because at one point movie theaters did start to get ridiculously expensive. Like for what it was, you would pay like 20 bucks almost just for the movie. Plus if you did get popcorn or drinks or whatever, like you were literally looking at like 30, $35 per person. Mm -hmm. Like it was ridiculous. So I was thinking they can't get away with this for too long, you know? So I think the theaters had their heyday where they were making a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. but it's kind of, it, ha- it even before this pandemic, it started to trickle off a bit and they started to have to do like, you know, cheap Tuesdays and, uh, you know, yeah. n- new things to encourage people to go. Um, I don't think they're dying out. And the reason why 
I think that they're going to have to change some in some ways. Part of the reason why is I think part of the reason why some people go to the theater, it's like the experience, right? Like you go to go out. It's like you, to see something on the big screen. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like watching movies at home, but there is something to be said about watching it on a big screen with that surround sound, immersive 100%. experience. You can't get that at your house. Mm-hmm. Even if you have like a little home theater, like you just can't get that yeah. same experience. Um, I do think they need to look at like their costs. They need to kind of like come up with a better kind of value proposition or something. Like they need to kind of reinvent themselves somehow, Yeah, you know, like, but I don't think they're dying out, but I think maybe we'll see the, a reduction in the number of theaters. Yes. Um, so maybe there'll be only certain films are released on, on, on the big screen. Um, but again, I don't know. Again, I could be wrong, but I think that because I still really enjoy, even though it is a bit expensive, once in a while, I won't go as much as I used to because it's so ex- it was it did get really expensive. But once in a while, I did really like going to the movie theater just to get that experience, you know? Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't know. What are what are your um, your thoughts, Rose? Well, do you think it's going to die? No, I, I, I'm, I think I echo what you said. It's. It's mm-hmm. definitely an experience. So it's not something you can recreate at home. So it's definitely a different mm-hmm. experience. Uh, so, and I, I agree that it's becoming less and less of an experience because of the fact that we have so many options to watch from home. Because even with, yes. for example, um, because before we had like Blockbuster where you had to like rent the movies and bring the VHS home and they get, and it was like a yeah. little bit less convenient. Whereas now we literally mm. just press a few buttons and we can watch movies all day long if we wanted to. So it's like yeah. those entertainment options and now we have internet, we can do all kinds of different things and we have so many different entertainment mm-hmm. options. So obviously theaters are going to lose some of their business. Um, of do I think Warner Brothers or all these movie production places... I mean, I think that's a smart decision, to be honest, because especially Mm -hmm. during this pandemic, I see why theaters are pissed. But at the same time, unfortunately, we live in a capitalist system, baby. You got to fucking compete. I'm sorry. This is exactly it. Yeah, it's about competition. Like, unfortunately, it sucks. And I don't want to see theaters closing down. But like, it's a system we fucking created. So. Exactly. I don't know. But that's what I think is. The whole capitalistic society and everything is so ironic because a lot of the time they're like, you know, you know you know, competition, it drives yeah. innovation. It does all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, companies that were successful, all of a sudden, like, you know, for as example, soon as they're when they're not Uber successful. Came, exactly. They'll like petition the government and be like, Oh, mm-hmm. like Uber that got uh, like, um, London taxis that got so mad at Uber when they were coming into London. Right. And they're like, Oh, they're taking our profits and <laughs> all this, all this jazz. And it's like, well, Actually, you're going to have to, you know, we've, we've made this kind of capitalistic society. You have to innovate. And I'm sorry, but black, black cabs were getting way too expensive. So there's a reason why that Uber came in and undercut the market. Like, you know, part of it, I don't necessarily like capitalism, but like if you're going to buy into it and be a company that grows and is successful, you have to like come up, you know, like kind of try to innovate as well, you know? So, um, I do agree. All these companies, even I mean, I, I do feel kind of bad for like black cap, like the, the drivers and stuff, like the people at the end, yeah. like the, what do you call it? Like frontline workers, like whatever it's yeah. called, like the workers, yeah. I feel bad for them because you know, people are, there are a lot of victims in this type of scenario. So it sucks. Huge. But then there's also yeah. big companies that, you know, are all about capitalism when they're making tons and tons and tons of money. And then mm. all of a sudden, as soon as the industry is like, oh, actually, like, like oil and gas, for example, big example. So our yeah. province here is all big on oil and gas. And for a long mm. time, for many, many years, we profited immensely from oil and gas industry. Hugely. People yeah. were making shit ton of money. It was like mm-hmm. money was just fucking flowing. 
it was crazy. And all of a sudden, now yeah. that, you know, shit has changed, it's like, oh, yeah. why isn't the government doing this? Why isn't the government saving our oil and gas companies? Why isn't the government? Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, I thought you believed in fucking capitalism. Work your, work on something else. Get some renewable energy then. Like, fucking do something. Yeah. Or do something. And, and it's funny because it's like those same companies. Like, And I don't know for sure like the, the stats with the oil and gas companies, but I just know historically a lot mm-hmm. of companies, again, when they're super successful during those times, yeah. they're also very, very reluctant and hesitant to pay tax. They try to do everything that yes. they can not to pay sufficient amount of tax. And they usually but don't. Then again, exactly. And then on the flip side, when all this starts to happen, they're like, oh, government, subsidies. why are you bailing me out? Uh-huh. Help me out. Give, give subsidies. Do all of this stuff. Like... And it's like, well, you know, and you have, we have a lot of industries, like, especially like farming and stuff Mm -hmm. that are subsidized. Yeah. You know, I was shocked to find out how much, um, you know, a lot of the farmers are subsidized, uh, but that could be a different issue as well. But like, there are a lot of, not just farming, but like a lot of different industries that are subsidized by the government. And, you know, it does beg to question, like, is that, is that justified? I don't know. You know, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I hope theaters Mm -hmm. don't go away. I mean, I'll be going to the theater if it opens up, you know what I mean? Um, do they, do they need to lower their popcorn prices? Absolutely. They charge you guys, they charge like 10 plus dollars for like a fucking small bag of popcorn and like $4 for a pop. And it's like, excuse me, bitch. Like guys, yeah. Pack well, your, that's what I yeah. mean. It's like make it more if affordable. You go on a date, exactly. If you go on a date, that's like sixty dollars. Yeah. Like let's say you're paying for yeah. it. It's like sixty bucks for the two of you. And you're like, well, hang on a second. Like, we could go get a nice dinner somewhere. Yeah. And like literally it's we're ridiculous. just like it's crazy. Yeah. And if you have a family, that could be over a hundred dollars for you and such your kids a to go waste. to the theater. It's such a waste, honestly. Yeah. Guys, so pack can, your own popcorn s- in your bag. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was always I always do that now. Or like, used like to, well, I, I used to bring like healthier like little snacks. Like yeah. we pack like my own little but I just don't even like like the snacks there anyways. I mean the popcorn yeah, is okay. it's all junk. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm sorry, but like I'd rather have my own like, you know, little like healthier bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you're not exactly. supposed to do that. I do m- I know. I used to sneak it in and I still would. Yeah, to be I honest. still would. So well, if- bitch, if you're gonna try to charge me twelve dollars for a stupid bag of popcorn. You got another thing oh my coming. God, I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so ridiculous. So I do think, you know, maybe this is a wake up call for them that they need to reevaluate their business models and they do what need to start charging do? a little bit less. What do you think less. they could do? Just charge less? Have like. Uh, that could be mm-hmm. part, that could be part of it. They could charge less. Um, well, you know, like, cause they used like, to have those like, yeah, those like cheap Tuesdays where it'd be like half off. Yeah. And those days it would be exactly. jam packed. This, you know, the theater would, would be, be jam packed. So yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know what? That's because a good idea. It, Exactly. It made sense because it wasn't even just, I don't think it was even half price. I seem to remember that the Tuesdays that you could go, it was Tuesdays or yeah, it was Tuesdays. It was, Tuesdays. It was like, it was like $5 or something per person or five ninety nine. Mm. So that's why it was so busy. Cause typically a movie is like fifteen ninety nine or eighteen ninety nine. Oh you know, God. it's a lot I don't, more. I don't and know it, how much movies are nowadays. Okay. Continue. I don't, I don't think it's I that been, much. I, paid, yeah, I can tell. I I'm like, well, you, I, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> No, but like I haven't paid full price for a movie in a very long time. So I always go to, I always go on the Tuesdays guys. I'm very cheap. Okay. <laughs> like, very I was cheap. like, <laughs> and then, you know what I, I have like a special card where you can like scan to get points yes, yes. and then I would get my points and I'd use them for the full admission days. <laughs> <laughs> well, Avi, I would never use those points for the half price days. Oh no, of Come course on, not. You gotta be smart not. with this. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I still have two free movies as well. So I'm I wonder when you're going to be able to go. I know that's uh they should yeah. do more like um, maybe like dinner in a movie. So you actually have like mm, a full meal and it's kind of like nice. Yeah. They could like reinvent it that way. So it's more like a luxurious experience and then they can justify charging a lot of money. 
Exactly. Well, back when I was in London, that's something that like me and Chris, me and Christelle used to meet up sometimes mm-hmm. and we would like get a movie ticket and then we used to like go for dinner as well. So we'd go for dinner before and then oh, like right. go to the movie. So it was like oh, all like, so nice. it was like a full kind yeah. of like thing. Yeah. Oh, so, I miss going to the theater. I know. Oh, God, it's, it's been so, so nice. long. I know. And there's, there's a couple films that have come out like recently that I what wanted to watch. What was the one that you really wanted one? to watch? What was that name? So it's called Promising Young Woman. It looks so good. Okay. And I like really wanted to see it. It was supposed to be out in April this year, but obviously yeah. everything's been going on. And I've been like keeping an eye on it to see when it's been posted, like yeah. w- when it comes out. Oh, you're like so really it came out on Christmas it. Day. Oh, it came out. Yeah. yeah. But it's like only in theaters. What? Again, like, cause, uh, you, yeah. And I was like, um, but I can't really go to a theater right now. See, this so. is the issue. Of course they have to do streaming because otherwise the movie industry is going to die. Sorry. Like, like no one's going to theaters right now. So exactly. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, you know, Warner brothers doing this, they're just responding to what's happening in mm-hmm. the market. Like they have to, I, I'm sure that they said that they're just going to do it for 2021. So it's like a year project. Sure. So I'm sure, I'm sure after that, when yeah. things have like hopefully calmed down, they're going to go back to theater releases. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think this is just kind of like a, again, a little fix while everything's right. kind of going yeah. crazy. I think it's know? fine during the time being. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that leads us so, to our, our lovely next oh, story, this, Rose. Do you want to introduce oh God, it? It's that I, video <laughs> that you sent me. Okay, well, basically the story is that um, I guess they did a study. I think it was a mm-hmm. study. Um, it says the study is tax cuts for the rich didn't trickle down. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Let me actually see if I can find the article. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I mean, this is something we've been talking about for so long, right? It's like this myth of like trickle down, like if you pay the CEOs really well, if if you have all these like rich people and you get tax Mm. cuts to the rich people, then for some magical reason, somehow that's going to create more jobs. So that's going to create more wealth to the bottom, which is completely false. And now we have an actual study. Which, I mean, again, did not need the study, but hi, here it is. Here's an actual study that says, um, okay, so it says tax cuts for the rich people breed inequality without providing much of a boon to anyone else. According to the study uh, of the advanced world that could add to the case for the wealthy to bear more of the cost of the coronavirus pandemic. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. for example, I mean, one very obvious example is that billionaires in America made uh, not maybe not just in America, but billionaires made yeah. so much money during the course of this pandemic. Like their wealth yeah. went up significantly while people are yeah. literally starving, losing their homes, unable to pay mm-hmm. rent and losing their jobs. So like if it's again, I know this is like a very special scenario right now, but yeah. it's been like this for a while. And the mm-hmm. the poor, the rich poor gap has been growing for a while. Yeah. And rich people have been paying less and less taxes for a while. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me Mm -hmm. that trickle down economics is a thing. I can't even believe people still make this argument anymore. Like, this is objectively crazy to me. There's like so many, there's so many, like, if you just think of like fundamentally, it's also a numbers game in a sense that like, what I mean by that is think about the, amount of rich people that there are Mm -hmm. in any country, Mm -hmm. right? It's a small percentage of the amount of, um, individuals, right? It's usually one or 2% is the, the supremely wealthy. Right. right? And the interesting thing is if you provide tax breaks for this supremely wealthy or like kind of high net worth individuals, even if it trickles down a little bit, which it doesn't, it's been proven Mm -hmm. that it doesn't, 
you're impacting one or 2% of the population versus if you provided tax breaks or more kind of alternative taxing strategies, I guess, for the middle class, Mm -hmm. which is a much larger percent of the population, Mm -hmm. you're going to have greater impacts. Yes. Overall. Of course. Because you're going to have, again, it it comes down to like so many different factors, but like if the middle class all have a bit more money, they're going to be going out for dinner more. They're going to be doing stuff. And like the rich, like the mega rich, like even if they get taxed less, there's still so few of them. So even if they are going out for dinner a little bit more often, mm-hmm. there's so, so, so little of them around that it's not going to make such a substantial difference. Yeah. So that alone is like an argument in itself. Yeah. And then I somebody just, else, just, sorry, continue. No, no, go ahead. Somebody else made this argument. And I thought that made a lot of sense. Like if you give rich people money, like tax cuts are essentially giving them money, right? Because they're saving money. Yeah. So if you give these yeah. rich people money, what they do is they just put all of their wealth into some other country so that they don't get mm-hmm. taxed. Like they just move around their wealth so that they can just like not get taxed. So the money doesn't even mm-hmm. stay usually within like, let's say the United States. So the money is yeah. not even there. Okay. And they just put it into investments and that just grows and grows and grows. And then, yeah. but if you gave, you know, like, welfare checks to like, you know, poor people or, you know, middle, middle-class people, especially during a time like the pandemic, Mm -hmm. then usually they, they'll they'll spend that money in the local economy. They'll go and buy food and they'll go to the theater. They'll, you know, do whatever. So Mm -hmm. that alone is like an argument that like, yeah, if you give money to middle-class or lower income uh, individuals, Mm -hmm. that actually will help the economy versus rich people will just put it away and let it, you know, grow on their well, cause, own. Because fundamentally, you have to think about it. That's such a good point, Rose, because fundamentally, like rich, mega rich people are already, if they're like, you know, they're already going out quite a bit as it is. Yeah. So if they receive extra money, like that's not going to be, encourage them to go out more. Mm-hmm. They're just going to put that off to the side. Whereas if you take a middle-class family that especially during this time, maybe one of them has lost their job or whatever it may be, you know, somebody's still working, but you know, it's a little bit tighter financially, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, there's maybe still putting in a pension and doing all that stuff. They get a little bit of extra money. Guess what? They might treat the family mm-hmm. out for dinner or they might, you know, they're actually going to invest. They're going to be got, buying a bit more groceries or, you know, that kind of stuff. They're going to be stimulating the local economy mm-hmm. as to what's going on. And actually in turn, that does benefit the the rich people yeah. as well because a lot of them own the businesses yes. that are going to be getting more money and and profiting. So uh, it just it just really it hurts me not hurts me but it just upsets me yeah. that this is still such a such a strong narrative and you know that so many people still buy into it when it's been proven time and time again with government policies that have done these kind of tax breaks and things like that for both corporations and for high net worth individuals it never works. Like yeah. it never, ever, ever trickles down. It's like people are selfish. People are greedy. Yeah. Like you give someone extra money, like these, you know, the, ah, they'll I hold on to it. And like, exactly. and the idea that like, Oh, it's going to create more jobs. It's like, okay, how many companies have been bailed out, given tax cuts and, and then still, still, do, still layoffs. do layoffs? Exactly. So like, and, it and, doesn't and this, work. This is a crazy thing. And I, I, again, I don't know the facts. I haven't like pulled up any companies here or anything, yeah. but like, you're right. So many, so many companies over our course of our like lifetimes have had bailouts, mm-hmm. have had support, still done layoffs. And at the same time, the senior execs are still getting paid a shit ton of money and the, yeah. and the, the shareholders are still going to get a dividend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the, you know, what, yeah. how does this equate to trickle down? You know what I, I mean? Know. 
I know it's Ugh. ridiculous. This is just something that rich people made up so that they can like fool everyone <laughs> to thinking exactly that them hoarding their wealth is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, you know who buys it. You know who buys into uh, trickle down economics. Who? Uh, my favorite, Candace Owens. You know? <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, she does. <laughs> honestly, I cannot think of a worse person. Oh my god! No, honestly. I can't. I mean, I can, but like, I uh, Candace Owens. I know she's honestly, the worst. and she's just the and worst. her arguments. Yeah, her arguments. I watched this like video oh on god. her Instagram. I can't I even remember. I can't watch her somebody, videos. Like, I actually cringe uh, so hard. I can't. It's so bad. It's like, oh my god. So recently, Rosa told me about this for a while, just to kind of digress. Mm-hmm. But like, um, she's told me about Candace Owens and this um, uh, on being on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, you watched it, and I finally watched it the other day. Oh my know, god, right? it hurt my brain cells. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my god, because he was because basically she was like. She basically said, I don't believe in climate change, right? Yeah. He's just like, fundamentally, yep, don't believe in it. And he was like, well, how can you say that you don't believe in it? Like, there's all these studies that say that it's real. And she's like, yeah, but like, you know, well, is it a .com website? I don't believe .com. <laughs> and then later she was like, she was like, um, there was a .org website, which she she supported. And later he pulled up another .org website. And she's like, well, I don't know if I believe that .org website either. Oh, and it's my like, God. What? And then um, she was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. And he's like, well, you know, it's not really fair to say that because of all of these opinions and stuff. He's like, what you should say, because you are such an influential person, is that you don't have an opinion either way. If you're undecided, because she said she's undecided about it but or then, whatever. Yeah, he's like, but then in the very the, beginning, she was like, say, I don't believe in it. So clearly you exactly. have an opinion. But then when exactly. you got a little pushback, you, had, you didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. So you said, oh, no, I'm undecided. Yeah. She was like, she, she was kind of just like, yeah. And throughout the whole thing, she was like, in the beginning, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. And then she would like come up with this like roundabout argument to be like, well, you know, I, I know that there's studies that say this and blah, 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 blah. But like, you know, fundamentally I don't believe in it. And he's like, well, how can you say that? Yeah. Like you, oh my God, uh, I would it, die if I was, it, it was in like, that conversation. Yeah. I'd be like, you are mm-hmm. so like, again, I don't even think she's dumb. I think she's making shit up. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's because, no way you believe. Like, there is no mm-hmm. way that you are serious when you say these things. Like, it's just exactly. How do you live that life? Yeah. Like, I actually can't even imagine living that kind of life. I do think that, like, you know how you were saying before, like we think that maybe she's being like paid off. Hundred percent, she is something. So she's just that's her. Her incentive is money, and people do crazier things for money, right? So she's that's just true. lying and being this like figurehead because she's probably making some kind of good income from something. Oh, she's and she just thinks, fucking Fuck swimming it. in the cash. Exactly. Exactly. So just crazy. Another person that I also watched recently on Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> oh God, is who? Um, who I'm, who I'm also not such a big fan of. And we've talked about him on our podcast as well. I think his name is Ben, Ben, ben Shapiro. Ben my, my Shapiro, other favorite yeah. person. <laughs> oh God. You know, I was just like watching him on these, some of these things and I was just like, he's the oh my worst. God. Again, he is like the female, yeah. uh, he's the male equivalent of like Candace Owens in terms of like the worst, but the, with know. him though, it seems like he, he's like, he believes what he's saying. Like, Oh, yeah. 100%. So with him, it's a little yeah. different. And I don't know what's worse, yeah. but with him, it seems like he's actually serious when he's talking. Yeah. And it's like so cringe. He seems like, le- yeah, it's so it's bad. It's so bad. Like, and his whole I thing is like, because the- he got famous because he would like debate like college kids that didn't know how to debate. Mm-hmm. So like, like yeah. they would say something and it's like, yeah, kind of maybe stupid. And then he would like say something and it like, it's like, oh, Ben Shapiro like owned this college kid. And then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and his whole, like his whole like line that he uses a lot is like facts don't care about your feelings. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. but then you have no idea where you're talking about because you're not even paying attention to half the facts when we're talking about certain things. And he's like super yeah. religious as well. I think he's like Jewish. He's like a religious is, yeah. Jew. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, sorry, this isn't uh, factual either. Like, no offense to religious no. people. I'm okay, <laughs> honestly, but that's the base of religion. It's not factual. Yeah. It is it is a belief. That's why there's multiple religions and everyone believes in a different God or whatever. So exactly. again, not knocking your religion, like do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but don't tell me this mm-hmm. whole facts don't care about your feelings fucking nonsense when literally you are like, like you base all your worldview on your religion. Like, exactly. are you fucking kidding me? Which Exactly. Which is again, like, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're saying like, Oh, you know, you need to have facts, you need to have evidential proof, you know, all of this stuff. It's like, well, it's called faith. Like the reason why it's called faith is because you have to believe it and you don't have to believe exactly. Believing something is not the same as having a fact. And like that, that, uh, anyways, he's so dumb. He annoys me so much. I know. And he, oh oh my God, God. he did this thing. There's like another like glorious clip of him like being stupid. So basically Mm -hmm. like they were talking again, it's about climate change. Uh, These people, honestly, I don't under, anyway, whatever. So again, yeah. (laughs) See, you know, facts don't care about your feelings. Excuse me. Climate change is pretty much a fucking fact. So don't tell me that facts don't care about your feelings and you don't believe in climate change. And he said something like, well, let's say that, uh, climate change was the thing. And like our oceans were, you know, rising or whatever. Right. And he's like, don't you think that pe- the people that live like in the ocean, uh, what do you call it? Like the ocean zones, um, oh, like yeah, by like the, the ocean. The, yeah. The sea- yeah. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Like pe- the people that live mm-hmm. by the ocean. He's like, don't you think that they would just sell their homes and move? That was his argument. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because Daniel, I am just lining up to buy a home that is just about to go <laughs> into the water. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. But like, also like there's so many, there's so much wrong with yeah. that argument. Like it's just so flawed. Like I, know. I but that went viral. Cause it, it was so stupid. <sighs> Everyone's like, how can you be this dumb? Like he's just sheltered. He's a spoiled little brat that's been handed everything mm-hmm. in his life. And he has no idea about any struggles that anyone's ever been through because he's never been through a struggle in his life. That's essentially what it is. We should get, we should get him as a guest on our podcast. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> That'd be so fun. That would be so entertaining. Oh like I would just love, actually, I know that it will never happen, but like, yeah. um, it would just be so funny for us to have like somebody like a Candace Owens. Oh my or, God. Like, I don't think I could keep my cool Daniel. Po- <laughs> no, we'd have, but we'd have to try to like, obviously keep calm of and course. composed, but like kill them again, kill them with facts and kill them with like, you know, kindness, well-structured <laughs> arguments and like just, Oh God, it would just be so good. Oh, be I so kind of would like, I would, I would enjoy it. Yeah. I would really, I think really be very enjoy nice. it. I know that's a little bit like, What's you would that? be very nice. Yeah, but I would still say my like I would still be like yeah. I would be I would be nice, but I would be like, you know that like kill them with kindness. Yes. Like I would be firm in what I was saying, yeah. but like, you know, I would say yeah, I would be nice about yeah. it, but like yeah. Oh, oh god. god, that would be Maybe so one fun. day, Daniel, let's grow our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But I don't think they'd be well, coming we, we'll, on our podcast cuz we'd be a little too smart mm-hmm. for those guys, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to talk to mm-hmm. us God anyway damn. guys that brings us to the end of our episode hope you mm-hmm. guys enjoyed we talked about a lot of different things today let us know in the comments mm-hmm. if you're watching on youtube uh share your mm-hmm. thoughts in the comments we love reading your comments guys and uh once yeah. again if you guys want to get each episode a week earlier than everybody else come over mm-hmm. and join us on patreon it's patreon.com slash the savage podcast and of course of course you get the you get the bonus the juicy yeah. content yeah the bonus juicy content we do a bonus episode mm-hmm. every single month on patreon only so that's yeah. that and any last yeah. words daniel i just wanted to say 
Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I'm wishing you all a fantastic start to 2021. Um, and the Savage Podcast will be bringing lots more exciting content your way. So, you know, t- tell your friends, tell your family, tune in. And uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.